So it's pretty obvious that our country is experiencing some political divisions, to put it mildly. We're divided in the news we watch, the science we believe in, even what we consider to be civil and human rights. Hey everyone, I'm Nicole Tucker-Smith, and this is Did We Learn Anything? A podcast committed to opening a dialogue intended to make room for diverse perspectives, stories of perseverance, failure, and humanity. I'm often called in to work with organizations that have been focused on diversity, equity, inclusion, you know, DEI work, but they haven't been making the progress that they'd hoped for. One of the reasons they aren't moving forward is because they feel like everyone isn't on board. Most communities have those who are resistant and those who are more than ready for change. And the folks who are more than ready often ask me, why, why are, are some, some people still so resistant? resistant? And what they're really asking is, why can't they see things the way I see them? To those who are more than ready for change, they see not only the harm being caused by maintaining the status quo, but the opportunity to change and truly realize their community's vision. Those who are resistant are seeing something else. Here's the thing. I've come to accept that my perspective is only my perspective. No one else sees things the way that I see them because no one else has lived my life, cried my tears, jumped my joys, or appreciated my lessons. I am the only one who has my perspective. And you are the only one who has yours. The danger is in believing that our perspective is universal or even that it should be. Now, to be certain, there are some beliefs that are harmful and endanger individuals and communities. But expecting people with those beliefs to shift into seeing things our way just because we've been talking about it for a long time, that is a losing battle. When I was little, I had an imaginary friend. His name was Charlie. And apparently I could see him, but no one else could. And poor, poor Charlie. I was not a very good friend to him. Every time my mother would ask me, who spilled the Kool-Aid everywhere? Or who tracked mud in the house? Or you know, who pulled out all these books and then just left them here? I would answer, Charlie did it. And then I'd go on about my business. Now, it would have been much more believable if I had blamed one of my three brothers. But I was very confident in blaming Charlie. And it never occurred to me that the line, Charlie did it, wasn't believable for my mom. When I was little, I didn't realize that my mother didn't see what I thought I could see. And she never tried to convince me that Charlie didn't exist. Now, don't get it twisted. I did have to clean up Charlie's messes. And over time, I realized that blaming Charlie 
didn't get me out of having to take responsibility for my actions and the things that I had created. And my imaginary friend faded away. Once we realize that our perspective is only our perspective, it frees us up from anger, resentment, frustration that the other person doesn't see things the way that we see them. Now, my mom, she could have been very frustrated with me and told me all day long, look, Charlie doesn't exist. Stop doing this. Stop blaming others. Just take responsibility. But what allowed me to let go of my belief of him was her making me clean up after myself, despite my story. So often, we're focused on making people experience a change of heart when really we need to focus on a change in practice. In fact, you can hold positive beliefs and still do very negative, harmful things and maintain unfair, inequitable policies. A change in heart comes after a change in practice gets us closer to positive outcomes. So when I'm working with a group and there is a vocal naysayer, instead of becoming frustrated and angry, I start to wonder, what is underneath the resistance? Is it loss aversion? Fear of losing something, their status, perceived expertise, a sense of confidence, power, control. I find that it's helpful to focus on a specific context and specific practices to get at the root of the concern. And every time I've listened to a naysayer to learn what was at the root of the resistance, our workshops have gotten better, more effective, and improved for everyone. Understanding their concern helps us to reframe our positioning. Our diversity in viewpoints is actually a gift. Different perspectives create a clearer vision. Oftentimes, our greatest limitation is our perspective. What we believe is possible. Sometimes we limit what we think we can achieve. We might avoid setting goals or we have very low expectations for ourselves or for others. Sometimes we limit ourselves by our belief that this is what we think success should look like. We expect future success to look like the past, but nostalgia is nice. We all learn from novelty. We grow from new possibilities. Can we be open to possibilities that we can't see yet? That we can't see on our own? Can we open our mind and accept that we don't know what we don't know? There is so much that we can learn from one another, even the naysayers. When we are stuck at odds with each other, can we turn to wonder instead of resentment? Humans weren't made to see things all the same way. And embracing that diversity, even when, especially when it's uncomfortable, that is a gift.
to help us grow into who we are meant to be. That's what I've learned. How about you?